All right, welcome back to another episode of the Coffee Break Podcast, where our mission is to share business ideas, practices, and strategies while we enjoy our cup of coffee. Today is part two of a great conversation that we had with Ivan and Kathy from Wingspan Performance, and you're going to like it because today uh, we are going to be diving into effective communication. One of the things that we've struggled with over the years is clearly communicating our message and making sure that we are uh, connecting with our team and making sure that they understand and that we understand where they are. We're going to dive into this at a heavy, detailed perspective. Lots of information coming at you. Make sure you're taking notes because there's some really clean takeaways from here, some action items, so to speak. So get ready for this conversation with Kathy and Ivan. We got so much to say. We got a podcast to make. We're sipping on lattes. It's time for a coffee break. It's time for a coffee break. Oh, yeah. We're talking a little bit about kind of defining what these uh, these expectations are, kind of defining and asking the questions, all that. How when when it comes down to this, from a from a communicating from communicating to your organization, communicating to your small team, whatever. Where, where is that information lost? Like, you know, from, I, I have, uh, I've given this example a lot. You know, when I come up in, in front of our team, which we'll, we'll have our all-team meeting tomorrow morning, and I'll share something. And by the time uh, I come up to, to, the, to the front of the room to share that, I have been mulling over this for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks, and I've got this clear understanding of what I'm trying to communicate. And I, I, I throw it out there and I walk away going, man, I really landed that. And then somebody will come up to me and say like, you know, something completely off base. Like, well, you said this. And I'm like, I don't remember saying that. that <laughs> if that's what I said, that's not what I intended to say. How is how does that how does getting some clarity around how you're communicating affect your team? And what are some steps that, you know, leaders can take like right now to go, okay, hold on a second. Let me, let me, let me back this down a little bit and make it, making sure that I'm landing the message because if I'm not landing the message, then it's kind of a waste of everybody's energy. Yeah. You had a fantastic one on your board and I, and I noticed that when we walked through your meeting room and I was, and you had something about assumptions lead to multiple trips, multiple trips, something like that. Yeah. So and inefficiencies, yeah. inefficiencies that's leads what it was. to one trip. Mm. Yeah. So, so, so making assumptions because oftentimes, and, and I compare it to that, um, it, it, it's a well-worn example of everyone's in a dark room touching an elephant. I'm like, what have you got? Oh, I got this big flat thing and it's it's waving around. And what have you got? I got this long thing and it feels kind of hairy and there's air coming in and out of the end. And no one knows what in the heck it is. So yeah. we're all seeing things from our own perspective. And, and it's important to remember, ooh, okay, I'm, you're probably thinking about things from your perspective, of course, because that's your path. Mm. Well, when you're talking to all these other team members, what's their path? How are they going to be thinking about this? When you say... I want this to be done, or I want this to be done to standard. Your thought of what that standard is, or what the expectation is, there's probably a lot of baked-in assumptions with that, and it can be really helpful to say, "So, hey, I want to make sure we're really clear about what these pieces of this are, so I'm not making assumptions." Mm -hmm. uh, I'll, yeah. Go no, ahead. go ahead. I'm, oh, I'm going to add a few things right. to that, or at least two things to that. The other piece is that when you're up in front of a group and and you have thought through and prepared what you're going to say to them, um, how often do you ask questions yep. <laughs> so that you get a good gauge on what they're taking away or, or what they understand it means for them? Sure. Yeah. And asking good questions, not, 
Everybody got it? Yeah. yeah. That's one of the worst questions in the world. Oh. I used to ask that. And we Any questions? That. It's yeah. actually an awful question. Because everyone's going to nod up and down. Oh, heck yeah, I got that. So one of the things we've tried to curtail in our organization is asking the question of, does that make sense? Who is justifiably going to say, ah, no, that doesn't make sense to me. I'm a, I, I, it, I'm, I'm a meathead. I don't yeah, see especially that. in your all hands. Correct. In a large group. Yeah, yeah. in front of 30 other peers. Well, yeah. but, but the fact is that it, and, and I don't know if this is a side hole conversation that we'll, we'll get off on, but <laughs> a lot of that comes down to personality because if I was sitting in the room and somebody says that that makes sense and it didn't make sense to me, I would say, it doesn't make sense to me. Can you clarify mm-hmm. it? Because that's, my personality to do that, but that is not everybody, right? So if you if you position people in in an awkward situation, and they're going to be like, no, "I'm not asking a question. I'm not going to be the one that's going to be picked on for asking a question." Yeah. yeah, yeah, and so you can turn those into much better questions. Okay. You can. So first of all, give me you, some examples because we we uh, oh. need to get better at this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How much time do you got? This is, yeah. this is one of our specialties. Well, when you, when you're sharing something, well, what was one of the key messages that you shared in that all hands? Uh, so the last one we're, we've been talking about efficiencies, mm-hmm. and and that's really where you saw that assumptions uh, lead to you know lead to inefficiencies. So mm-hmm. uh, one of the questions that I asked is. Um, uh, we had given some prep work ahead of time. It said, "What is what does a billable rate mean?" <laughs> so a big, big one. Right? That was, a, but that I mean, that was a question that that I asked out, and it took a little while for people to answer. It because it sounds a little a little daunting. That, not not daunting so much. It's it feels like a setup. Gotcha question. You already know the answer to that, okay. and you're asking as if you're testing them. Mm. When we in the advancing questions component of our performance system, mm-hmm. it's not just about the questions. It's the practice of asking advancing questions. And we call them advancing questions so that they advance the relationship, they advance the uh, decision or whatever it is that um, your objective is mm-hmm. in that exchange. And so... Um, even if you were to change that slightly to when you went over the prep materials, sure. um, what what questions did you come up with around billable rate? Okay. And, and what questions do you, like, what are, what are two questions that you had? You're mm. opening it up with, a, um, Very and creating safety yeah. that, Here's you could even start off with here's a question I had about it, mm-hmm. whenever it was. Gotcha. So one of the things that I did not interrupt, yeah, yeah, just kind of jump on the one of the first things that we said was, uh, can somebody give me an understanding of what? Because we sent out a video ahead of time, yeah. so that you're 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 <laughs> you're recoiling. So I, I, this is a bad question, right? But what what was your understanding of the message, or what was your takeaway from the from the video? But that's that's a setup question, I would imagine as well, based off of your look. Well, it, that little bit of what was your understanding? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it still sounds like you're testing them. Okay. Rather than what resonated most with you? Yeah. Okay. What was the big takeaway, or what surprised you? Yeah, what surprised you? Um, um, what did what did you walk away thinking and feeling? Mm. And questions that help them to speak more <laughs> candidly, yeah, and not feel like they're taking a test for particularly the owner of the business. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Safety is going to be low, even as good, I'm sure, as as 
relationships are. Mm -hmm. It's also just you're sure, yeah. you're the owner, and yeah. so people yeah. don't want to be like, oh, here I've got a fifty percent answer. So maybe another way to change that question might be say, what are some parts of uh, a billable rate? Like what contributes to being something being sure. a billable rate? So now it's not a right wrong. Everyone's just packing mm. their little handful of snow onto the snowman, and we're going to build this big thing together. Got it. Adv okay, I I'm liking it. Advancing questions. Don't ask setup questions. Setup is is basically, especially for a when you're in a big group meeting like that, you're just asking people to to, to tuck away and not get involved. Yeah, there yeah. you go. So when you are um, like leading questions, mm -hmm. we can feel it, we can smell it, we, it's condescending, yeah. and ugh, like that yeah. doesn't help us in what we're actually wanting to accomplish, again, in the relationship, as well as in the, the topic or the objective at hand. And so the advancing question is exercising much more curiosity and mm. showing your willingness to follow them. Okay. Don't lead them with questions. If there's something that you really want someone to see or to know or to understand, then just say it. Mm -hmm. Don't do it through leading questions. That's a big takeaway. Just say it. Don't ask it with leading questions. Yeah. Because people smell, they, they yeah. smell the rat, they smell the setup, and and. and the other part is people will ask questions, yeah. and it's not really a question. It's like you're asking that just so you can go and talk for five minutes about what the damn answer is. Yeah. Just, just say it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't ask a question that yeah, you really like don't we, want our answers to. Yeah. We, we help leaders recognize where, like, you might have a habit mm -hmm. that you are not aware of sure. where you disguise your points with, with a question. Yeah. Or that you set up something that you want to say with a a question, mm -hmm. except people know you're just setting them up, so they don't answer. Yeah, they don't want to feed into it. So in that in that type of a situation, I'm, I'm trying to think through, so asking, advancing, asking, uh, don't ask leading questions, ask advancing questions so you can get engagement. Is is it a bad scenario to, uh, to ask an open, like open questions to get, gauge an understanding of where people are or where their knowledge base is? So, for instance, you know, someone explained to me, and I'm trying to think of a good scenario here, but um, explain to me your understanding of, you know, this process. This process. Well, if you're going to do that, Chad, then a way to create safety and to, like, prime the pump for mm -hmm. that engagement you're looking for is you said earlier, like, you're willing to say, I don't understand. You're willing yeah. to speak up. Mm -hmm. You've got other team members that you know are more forthright, sure. they're more gregarious, mm -hmm. that you can count on. Mm -hmm. So start with them. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. So you, you can lean on those team members to say, hey, Sam, you know, what did you, and start yeah. with him, because you know he's going to start somewhere. Sure. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. So so bring some people into the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and after a time, you will probably see some people warm up. You'll see some of the body yeah. language look like it gets more comfortable. And that's where you may say, hey, hey, Joe, or hey, Amy, what, what would you add to this? Like, what, what are you thinking about this? And, and there's, no, there, there's no, like, putting them on the spot in terms of what's the answer to question seven. It's just, a, hey, what, what would you add or what, what stands out to you from what we've covered so far? So now they're, they're invited into the conversation in a softer way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, a more inviting way because we're, we're not necessarily encouraging or promoting that people be softer. Mm -hmm. we're, while we focus on behavior and communication, we don't help people be more politically correct or proper or, sure. uh, you know, like people are fragile. Yeah. We help you be more effective. Yeah. It, it's interesting. I'm, I'm trying to process some of this because I th oh, everything we're talking about is very practical, especially in, in, in an organizational setup, is, okay, so 
at, you know, you're 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 com- trying to communicate a message to your team. So maybe you're doing it through asking questions to gauge their understanding of it, so that there can be more clear expect clear definition. And maybe you know, maybe it's a leading way. Maybe it's not. Obviously, if if you're leading, you're not. That's not that's not a good uh, welcoming attitude to have, right? But after um, either way that you go about it, how do you gauge? How are you gauging the uh, the receptiveness of the message? So you know, okay. So we've we finally figured out what we want to communicate. <laughs> how do we know that what we've communicated has actually been received? That's good. One of the ways for any business leader to prep. Mm-hmm. So you said you thought about it a while. You thought about what you wanted to say. Mm-hmm. Another very important question for you to ask and answer Mm -hmm. is, what do I want them to think, feel, say, and do? Okay. So what do I want them to think, feel, say, and do? And you might even have two two, um, contexts for that question. One might be during Mm -hmm. the all hands, Mm -hmm. and then one might be after. So what do you want them to think, feel, say, and do during that event? Mm-hmm. And what do you want them to think, feel, say, and do after okay. the event? And when you ask yourself and answer those questions, you're going to be far more in tune with how to, as Ivan said earlier, how, how to gauge and see, see where people are, uh, see where they're at, when they're receiving mm-hmm. the, the message. The other thing, too, is when you ask and answer those questions, mm-hmm. you're going to shape even further mm-hmm. your key messages and how you say them. Yeah. So if you want them to be thinking a certain something, mm-hmm. <laughs> then you can say, I most want you to be thinking this. I don't want you to be thinking that. Okay. S- just, just saying that just out loud. Out. Yeah. Can you copy this key? That's a question we get asked about 3,422 times a year. And how can you actually be sure that the person who asked that question is supposed to get a copy of that key? Well, we think you should always know who can copy your keys to your business and your home because it could be your neighbor, an old employee, a contractor, or even worse, your mother-in-law. At LockDock Security, we believe in protected key systems so you always know who has a copy of your key. To find out more, visit LockDoc.net or stop by our Charlotte location. LockDoc Security, helping you protect your people and your property. A lot of books that are out there, a lot of books that I've read on communication and leadership, they'll classify you know that you need to be the CRO, the Chief Repeating Officer. How much does repetition play into this versus just having a good, clear message? <laughs> so, so some of both. And the first thing, and this is something, again, I... The, the very, very first day I was at West Point, we were issued a pen mm-hmm. and a small notebook that went in our back pocket. And we were told, if, if, if you're being briefed on something, like you are almost always allowed to whip out that piece of, that, we, that notepad and that pen and, and make notes. Mm-hmm. 
because sweet Lord, the last thing you wanted to do was to go to your squad leader and say, hey, I don't remember what you said yesterday when you're telling us about such and such. Like you'd, you'd, you'd rather go attempt to climb K2 mm-hmm. in a swimsuit than do that. So it was it was not fun. So I don't know anything that you just said there, but it sounds, it sounds <laughs> horrible. It you'd rather attack communist Russia <laughs> than do that. So, so w- the first thing, and I'd, I'd, I'd tell team members ever since then, it's like, hey, if you show up to a meeting, show up with pen and paper. That shows that you're, you're there to help yourself first and foremost. Mm. Because I, it's not worth. Doesn't make sense for me to repeat it again and again and again when the first person who can equip themselves to have that information is each team member. Like if I take notes, and then you ask me later, "Hey, that thing we talked about," I'm like, "Oh yeah, I got my notes right here from what we mm-hmm. from what you covered." Well, already I'm equipping myself with that information so that I'm ready to have that, or I can go to a team member and say, "Hey, I, like I." I got some fuzzy notes on this piece. What was the chat was talking about with that, with that new security system we're implementing? I, I, I missed some of the details on that. So taking notes is absolutely the first thing. And if team members show up without pen and paper, that, that's, a, that's a, at least a yellow, if not an orange flag about, ooh, this is, this is not a good indicator that people are ready to take these meetings seriously. That's another great example also of an expected behavior that all of your teammates, all, mm. all of your team members exercise at LockDoc. Interesting. Taking notes. I like it. Yeah, I've taken half a page since we've been here. Yeah. I, what was the other thing you were going to say on repeating? Gosh. I yeah, about repetition. Because that's, that's one of the things that, again, I've, I've seen and heard a lot of this over the years of, mm. of repeating. And it feels like, you know, you, there's, there's stats out there that says it takes seven times for somebody to hear something to digest it. And then so then you're as a leader, you're going, OK, well, let me go ahead and start, you know, one of seven so I can check this off because that's the only way I can yeah. do this is drone on and on about it. So, so the second spot then is if if a team member comes, say Kathy comes to me and says, hey, I got a question about that, about the meeting we had yesterday and you briefed on this thing. One thing you can do as a leader is to say, sure, which part of that do you have a question about? So what I'm doing is I'm painting the expectation. I'm not going to regurgitate this whole darn yeah. conversation. I'm not going to repeat every darn thing. Mm-hmm. It's sure, I'm happy to help you. What specific area did you have a question on? So now there's a heightened expectation that they caught 80, 90% of it. And where they've got that gap, you're, help, you're wanting them to come to you and say, yeah, this is where I've got the gap. Okay, cool. We're all human. We're all going to miss things at some point. Missing the entire thing, not acceptable. Yeah. Missing a couple of pieces here and there. Sure. That, that's for humans. That's going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, one more thing on that repeating is the because you said repeating and then droning on and on and on <laughs> and those are two different things sometimes they're the same thing yeah, yeah. though that is how a lot of leaders do it they um repeating can be valuable mm-hmm. for sure the droning on and on is unproductive so <laughs> well, it's even ca- let me jump in because it's even counterproductive because your people who are high performers are yeah. like oh sweet lord he's doing it again sure yeah and so and then what's going to happen is they're going to start tuning out faster checking out, yeah. whereas the people yeah who aren't your high performers are like, oh, cool, it's doing the same thing again, so I'll stop listening the first sure. six times he says it until he says it the seventh time, and then I'll actually pay attention. Well, now you've missed those however many weeks that is of opportunities for that person to put that into practice mm. instead of them getting it faster. Mm. Yeah, and, and so it comes back to um, where we started. Where are you highly intentional and deliberate mm-hmm. with how you're repeating and when you're repeating and where you're repeating it mm-hmm. versus just 
repeating mindlessly. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I will, I'll give you an, an example on that because this is something that we've tried to put into practice and I'm not, I, I, I always hesitate to say that we're perfect at anything. So this is, this is something from a, from a, a, a practice standpoint. So core values uh, mm-hmm. is something that we talk about a lot. And rather than just repeating the core values and saying what they are, we will say, you know what, uh, you know, John uh, was really, did an outstanding job of showing uh, outrageous kindness to Bob today. And this is how he did that. So we're taking a, taking a story yeah. and applying Solid. it to, to the core value rather than Perfect. just saying, what are our core values? Outrageous kindness. You're acknowledging the behaviors. Yes. And, and painting that picture so that other people can see like, oh, I, I can do that. Yeah. Yeah, that's outstanding. Given, given a practice, I, I picked that up from one of our team members years ago. He said, "Hey, you you keep t- and, and you guys came through a tour in our building, and there's a, a banner above the parks check-in table, and it says prior planning prevents poor performance." Yep. Yep. I saw yep. that right away. I did too. And yeah. <laughs> for about 18 months, I repeated that every Wednesday morning: prior planning prevents poor performance. And I don't know, about 12, 16 months in, uh, guy said he's like. You know, you say that all the time, and, like, it's ingrained in our brains. Like, yeah. we understand, blah, blah, blah. Can you give us a practical example of how we could apply that? I'm like, oh, you just do. Like, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know? just, just do. Like, yeah. And so it's like, okay, understood. And so then we started down, hey, somebody give us an example of how you applied prior planning. Nice. And then that turned into a, a that, that kind of uh, that light bulb clicking moment where it's like, okay, so if I do this, then that means I'm prior planning. So it, it, giving the real-life scenario rather than just repeating. So it's almost yes. reinforcing rather than repeating. And it gets to one of the things we talk about a lot with people and organizations where they'll say, oh, this is our company culture. Mm -hmm. And we'll say then, well, you actually have two company cultures. You have your aspirational culture, Mm -hmm. which is usually on a poster on the wall or on a page on the website or whatever. And that's lovely. And then you have your real culture (laughs) of this is how people actually work with each other, work with direct reports, work with suppliers, work with clients on an average day. Yeah. Because that's your real culture. Mm -hmm. And so the the difference you're describing is fantastic because now what you're doing is you're making it real when people say, okay, so how do we live this 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 core value of defining expectations? How do we practice? How do we do the other thing that you're doing an awesome job. Yeah. So you're taking that concept and putting into actionable things that people can say, Oh, well, gosh, I, I'll do that today when I go see Mrs. Smith or I go see Mr. Jones to yeah. install such and such at their at their place. Now they're understanding how to actually do that instead of it being this conceptual, like, cloud bubble thing. I'm like, well, what in the heck do I do with that? Yeah. No, I, I think we, we all – well, I know I do, so I, I will try not to, to lump people together. <laughs> <laughs> Presenting a, a concept and a theory, uh-huh. right, but not actually landing it into a practical application where you can take it and do something with it because – you know, I think from my, I'll tell you why I do it in a lot of ways and I'm, where I'm trying to improve on is I don't want to give a too literal of an example because I don't want it to be so finite, right? Sure. Taken and applied in whatever scenario is applicable. But if I go too high level and too broad, then I'm not giving any type of a, a landing point for people to say, oh, okay, so this is how I can apply it. Exactly. Yeah. It's a, and, and you can be very specific and it comes back to then involving your other team members. Sure. So so mm-hmm. now you can turn it into a forward question. What's one simple thing that you so you, you might acknowledge that team member? Mm-hmm. Oh, John did such a fan he showed outrageous kindness, he did this, he yeah. did that. 
And then you might pose the question, what's one simple thing that each of you will do today mm-hmm. to, pr- to practice outrageous kindness? Yeah, it's, it, the, some, of the greatest, some of the greatest meetings I, my, from my perspective that we've had as an organization is where we bring those challenges. Uh, mm-hmm. So one of the things that we do at the beginning of all, uh, all of our all-hands meetings is we share one positive thing. So everybody goes around the room, one positive thing that's happened in their world. And oftentimes we'll switch it up a little bit. And so sometimes we'll say, give me uh, one uh, application of a core value that you've seen somebody else do in the last week. I had just written that down to acknowledge a team member because that's so fantastic where team members now get to like, yeah, I'm giving a shout out to Kathy because she did this with this other, with this client or with this vendor or whomever it was. And that's awesome because now two things happened. One is that person's like, oh, heck yeah, I I, I just got acknowledged for this. And so they're feeling really good. Everyone else in the room goes, oh, cool. That's a nice concrete example that I can sink my teeth into of, oh, this is what that core value in action looks like. Mm -hmm. And then everybody walks away going, that's something I can do. So you get, you win three times. Well, and and I, maybe going back to the, one of the questions I asked earlier was how do you understand or gauge the, uh, if the message is landing? Yes. Mm -hmm. It it is an interesting perspective too, because you're now hearing other people apply that practice to somebody else. And so you can really understand that isn't actual or yes, they got it. Right. Yeah. 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 And again, it's, it's checking in with them. Like what part of it landed with you? Yeah. Where are you going to take this? What are you inspired to do differently? Mm -hmm. What are you going to put into practice? Sure. um, From today, all of those questions. Now you help them to, forward that. You help them to advance gotcha. what you're sharing. You could also say right at the get-go, hey, I'm going to check in periodically with folks just to see how mm-hmm. this message or how this concept is working for you guys. Because it's one thing for us to talk about it here, mm-hmm. and then it's another thing for you guys to go back to your day-to-day work and say, oh, okay, now I want to take the stuff Chad was talking about and apply this. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to check in with you. So that way they're not surprised if you walk up and go, hey, Bill, when we talked about practicing uh, outrageous kindness, how, how, how was that going for you? What yeah. are you doing? Or where, where, what questions have you got about that? And then you're going to tell real clear when Bill goes, yeah, I was, here's how I did that. Or, yeah, I'm really stumped on that. I, I don't know what to do. Yeah. And it's the after the fact. Like it, it's, Sometimes you're going to get a much better understanding or appreciation for how it landed a day later or two days later, mm-hmm. if you go to Bill and say, what are some of the ideas that you've had around efficiency yeah. since we had the all hands? Yeah. What, what's something you, you know, think is a crazy idea? Um, or you know, what's something that, where's a place where it's going to be really challenging sure. to mm-hmm. um, generate greater efficiency? asking those questions to get them talking to you. So it, it's not there. There's the sensing in, in the moment. And mm. then there's the, the, the gauging afterwards. So a, a, one, a way to look at that is you, if you can get clear on your messaging, so you, you've got a clear message that you're communicating rather than asking for immediate feedback, wait and get, let it saturate a little bit and go back and kind of get feedback later on. Yes. Don't yeah. ask for feedback. Don't ask for feedback. Okay. No, because because it, let's go back to what do you actually want them to do with the information? Take action on it, yeah. Now. So now it's asking for how they're going to take action. Got it. So mm. many, that's another thing, like the repeating thing. So many leaders are asking for feedback, asking for p- feedback. First of all, um, they're doing it in a really 
counterproductive way or unproductive way. Mm. And then it's, that's not actually what you want. You don't want feedback. How did I do? Yeah. Or what you want is for them to be getting it, appreciating it, and putting it into practice. So then let me ask this because mm. real, real, real practical situation. At the end of a meeting, is it is it leading? Is it is it is it is it going down a negative path to say okay? Uh, so now we're wrapped up. What, let's go over action items real quick or takeaways. What are your takeaways Heck, and action yeah. items from this meeting and how you're going to apply it? Yes. That's okay. beautiful. Yeah. What that does is it provides a fantastic spot for other people to say, oh, yeah, we're, we're going to do this or we've got this or we're going we're gonna to change up our normal protocol this week. And then you're hearing in someone else's words what was discussed. So you're going to get that sense of tracking, tracking, tracking. Okay, that's a spot where we want to go into more. So tell me more. Okay. What's your understanding of this piece a little more specifically? Yeah. 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 Who already has ideas on how they're going to apply this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you start with who's ready to answer. Okay. <clears throat> no, I, li- I like that. That, yeah. that to me, it, we've done it in small spurts, but it's, there's, been, there's not been a high level of consistency around the action items at the end. Uh, but in areas that we've done it, it seems to give good results um, mm. and an understanding of kind of where the message landed and, and what we're going to do about it. But I wasn't quite sure if it was setting up for for, for a negative. Right. N- no. Well, and, and that's where you can combine a couple things you're already doing. Okay. So if at the end you're saying, you're asking, who already has an idea on how they're going to put this into action? Uh, maybe Aaron is all lined up to acknowledge another team member for how mm, she is sure, already yeah. putting it into action. So now he can step in and say, oh, Sally is already putting this into action. She's A, B, and C. Mm, okay. Now, So now he's, he's acknowledging. That's uplifting. He's given a concrete example. He's... He, he's priming the pump for other people to step in and answer. We understand the frustrations HOA board members and property managers face when deciding the best solution for their HOA and pool security. Should we use a keypad, hand out keys, or install a key card system? Do we even need cameras? These are some of the questions that are difficult to navigate and we're here to help. At LockDock Security, we've spent over 20 years working with homeowners associations and property managers to find a system that best fits the pool and HOA needs. Camera systems for the front gate or front entrance, key card systems for the pool gates, or simply updating the gate so that it meets safety and code compliance. We like to take the guesswork out of the process to answer any questions and help find the right solution. Our mission is to help you protect your people and your property and that includes pools. Contact our team today to schedule your free consultation for your community. Some of this stuff is starting to click with me because it's, it's all right, we've got a message. We want to get clarity around it. If we can get that communicated, if we ask for action items in our, in our next meeting, now we can ask for follow-up for action items and kind of continue on the message, and it's creating... The, it's in creating, creating more of the engagement versus just the... Mm. There. You know, well, and, and something that's essential, and, and this is often, and it, it, I'm going to say this, and you're probably going to go, well, yeah, that's that's obvious, and it is, is, is <laughs> communication is a two-way street. Mm-hmm. You're, you are very, very rarely, even if you spend hours and hours and hours thinking about how to craft this beautiful, ultimate, mwah, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> fine perfection message, you're probably not going to nail it. Oh, yeah. So what's essential to do is remind team members, hey, guys, look, I'm I'm a human being. I have bad days. I I. I flub things sometimes. So part of what's going to make this really effective is 
if I'm saying something and you're sitting there going, what in the world is he talking mm-hmm. about? Speak up like, yeah. or say, hey, man, we are totally not tracking with what you're saying, Chad. Like, sure. We don't get it. And sometimes having like a secret code can be yeah. better. So if people scratch their nose a lot, you look at and you see a sea of people scratching their nose like, OK, I'm, <laughs> like, I'm blowing this message. This or, is not working. Or, or c- c- you're so gregarious, too, and, and, and so um, warm and approachable. You'd be like, throw things at me, get my yeah. attention, yeah. like, please, yeah. <laughs> please let me know if you're. <laughs> yeah, because what that does is it, it, it changes the game from your job is mm-hmm. to craft it perfectly so all 47 people in that room go, oh, I get it. I'm 100% locked in with Chad, which is nigh on impossible. And you're turning it into, okay, I'm going for getting 95% of this to 95% of the people in the room, knowing that other people are going to be different spaces. Then it's, okay, ask the questions. Now, what questions have you got? Where, and this is where you get to say something that's going to be your little fun for the team members. Okay, when I said all this, where was I confusing? Okay. What parts of this weren't clear? Mm-hmm. Okay. Where was you? Where were you tracking? And then I said something, and I lost you. Yeah. Okay. And then teamers are gonna be like, "Oh yeah, cool." So now it's it's a little safer and easier for people to say, "Yeah, you, you lost me when when this happened, or this made a lot of sense." And then you went in this direction, and boy, then I was I was scratching my head after that. So yes. what what was unclear, and then once we get clarity, what, you know, then what are action items? Because that gives. A, a takeaway to walk away from something. I, I feel like a lot of times when we've had ineffective meetings, it's been something's happened, we've had a conversation, we've said something, and then we just walk away with, okay. Big question marks over yeah. your head. Yes, yes. And you said something different. So uh, Ivan was, was you used the example of where, where was I confusing? Mm-hmm. And then you said, where was I unclear? So remember that the, the practice of the advancing questions is also how you ask. And so I strongly encourage you So not you where was to, I unclear. Where was I unclear? It <laughs> sounds be- like it's... <laughs> you say it like that where you're giggling and having fun with it. Like, I'm sure I pooched it somewhere in here. Where was yes, that? Yes, <laughs> yeah. So like, have some fun with it. Gotcha. And br- it's that's one of the things that leaders so so love. Uh, it doesn't matter how experienced they are. A lot of them have military experience. Mm-hmm. Um, they love how practical the mm-hmm. tools in our system are, because it's a it's about being down to earth, mm-hmm. and we're human beings working with other human beings, and there are things we're doing uh, that are re- working fantastic for both individual and team performance. And then there are things we're doing that are either unproductive or counterproductive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the, the tools are so practical mm-hmm. for how you ultimately raise the overall team performance. Yeah. And, and that includes their satisfaction. Sure. Right. And their, how they feel. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. It's been an awesome conversation. And I, this is basically the rap, this summarization of a two-parter, right? So <laughs> we uh, we talked about people performance in, in yep. part one. and part two, we talked about a lot of effective communication or trying to wrap our heads around that. So I really appreciate it. This has been eye-opening. I've got tons of notes. Um, so we'll definitely break that down. And I'm going to apply some of this tomorrow in our meetings um, and, and see what I can, uh, what I, how I can make some improvements on that. Because I yeah. think at the, at the, very end of it, right? If you can not clearly communicate to your your team and you're not mm. getting that engagement and you're not getting the message to them, then you're really just going to be struggling. To, <laughs> you're going to create more chaos uh, in, in that uh, sense. So, And something important to remind team members is that when they speak up, because they're probably 
being on the other the other side of this chaos field. They're mm-hmm. going, I'm frustrated. Um, I'm a little peeved. Mm-hmm. I don't. It's not clear what to do. Yeah. So if they're feeling that, that's a great way for them to know. Hey, gosh, I can speak up and and say something. Yeah. So that other people understand. Hey, the the message that is intended to get out, it, it's not getting out, or sure. or still not clear on this piece of it. And that way, they're doing their part as a receiver to help say, Hey, hang on, hang on a minute transmitter it's it's not getting out yeah yeah i like it very cool thank you guys for being here today Absolutely. Uh, if anybody wants to reach out to you find out more about how they can get a better clarity of their their message their communication understand how to how to get performance their work with their their folks what do they need to do mm-hmm. go out to wingspanperformance.com wingspanperformance.com there you go again thank you for joining us kathy and ivan did a fantastic job breaking out two really important topics one people performance and the other is effective communication. That's really what we discussed over this episode, part two. And if you go back, if you missed part one, make sure you check that out as well, because a lot of good information there for you. If this is your first time watching or listening, maybe you've picked this up on LinkedIn or Facebook, maybe you've uh, got this as a as a share from a friend, well, we ask you to, to subscribe because we have a brand new episode with very similar topics just like this every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m., And we don't want you to miss out on a single episode. So you can subscribe by visiting our YouTube channel and clicking the subscription link. You can follow us on Facebook. It's uh, there every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Or you can subscribe to any of our podcast audio platforms by simply going to lockdoc.net slash podcast. All of the podcast platforms are there. You can connect, you can follow, you can subscribe. So you'll get the latest episode every Tuesday morning. Thank you for joining us today. And we look forward to seeing you next time right here on the Coffee Break Podcast.